The cask of Amontillado. The setting is dusk one evening in Italy during carnival season, February or March, similar to our Mardi Gras. Characters, Montresor, a man who feels he was wronged by Fortunato, and Fortunato, buried alive by Montresor, and our third character is Lucchese, an unseen wine connoisseur. The author is Edgar Allan Poe, a great writer of horror stories. He makes great use of imagery and leaves you with a lot of questions. The story begins with Montresor telling us that he has borne a thousand injuries of Fortunato. What is he talking about? Montresor vowed revenge and was going to punish Fortunato with impunity. Montresor tells us that some wrong was perpetrated against him. Is Montresor reliable? How would a normal person behave when insulted? We find out that Fortunato, the wrongdoer, had a weak point. He was a wine connoisseur, and Montresor had hoped to use that against him. <clears throat> Three paragraphs in, and we finally get the setting. What an interesting way to introduce the story. Montresor goes to meet Fortunato, who greets him kindly, for he had been drinking all evening. He was dressed in motley, like a jester for carnival, and he was celebrating. He tells Fortunato that he is lucky to have met him, and he has a pipe of what amounts to a Montiato, but he has his doubts. He's beginning to set Fortunato up to fall here. Fortunato can't believe his ears. Amontillado, and in the middle of carnival. Montresor says, and I have my doubts. Three times, Fortunato repeats Amontillado, beginning to unknowingly buy into the plan Montresor has for him. Montresor tells him that he's on his way to see Lucchese, since Fortunato is so busy at carnival. Fortunato tells him that Lucchese can't tell Amontillado from Sherry. Montresor some say his taste is a match for your own. What is Montresor doing here? And why is that important? Fortunato says, let's go to your vaults where the wine is located. Montresor pretends to be concerned about Fortunato and his fun plan that evening and says he will see Lucchese. Fortunato is now hooked, desperate to taste the Amontillado. Montresor is still luring him when he says the dampness of the vaults will affect his cold. Fortunato says, forget the cold. He wants the Amontillado, and Lucchese is not worthy of distinguishing Amontillado from Sherry. What about Fortunato here? How does he contribute to his own demise? Fortunato and Montresor head to the Montresor Palace, and we find out that the attendants of the palace were all out for the evening. Montresor grabbed two flaming pieces of wood, and they began the journey through the rooms and into the vaults. Montresor tells us that the gate of Fortunato was unsteady. What is he talking about? Fortunato wanted the pipe of Amontillado. Montresor said it was farther on, but observed the web work on the walls. Fortunato was drunk on wine and noticed the nitre, a white crystalline salt occurring naturally and produced synthetically, used in fertilizer as a meat preservative and as a constituent of gunpowder, which aggravated his cough. Fortunato found it impossible to reply for many minutes from coughing. Montresor offers to take him back out, claiming his health is precious. Is Montresor sincere here? Fortunato says, a cough won't kill me. There's your irony. Montresor offers him a wine called Medoc to relieve any symptoms from the damps. Fortunato drank and was impressed by the vaults. <clears throat> he is hooked big time. 
They talk about the family coat of arms, which is a snake being crushed by a foot while biting the heel. The motto is, nobody attacks me without punishment. They continue to travel through the catacombs and once again stumble upon the niter. Montresor again says they should go back. Fortunato says, nonsense, but give me more Medoc. Fortunato was really drunk and made a gesture, then inquired as to whether Montresor was a mason. Montresor said he was, and he pulled a trowel from his robe. You are kidding, said Fortunato, recoiling a few steps, but let's proceed to the Amontillado. They kept traveling and came across a pile of bones, and upon moving the bones, found a recess four feet deep, three feet wide, and six or seven feet high. They were so low underground that the flambeau or wood torches glowed instead of staying lit due to lack of oxygen. Montresor told Fortunato to proceed into the recess and the Amontillado would be in there. One more mention of Lucchese. Why? Fortunato stood there for a moment and then Montresor chained him to the wall. Montresor tells him one more time to return, but he can't. He's chained to the wall. Fortunato cried out, the Amontillado. Montresor began to wallop the opening of the recess tier by tier. After the first tier, he started to notice Fortunato becoming sober and moaning. He laid the second, third, and fourth tiers and then heard the rattling of the chains. Montresor rested until the clanking subsided and then laid the fifth, sixth, and seventh tier. Montresor shone the torch into the room now chest high and heard screams. Montresor screamed back. After the tenth tier and all but one stone of the eleventh, he heard Fortunato for the last time say, Ha ha, great joke. We will have many a laugh over this. Montresor says, The Amontillado. Fortunato is finally scared and says, For the love of God, Montresor. Montresor repeats, For the love of God. He waits for a response. He hears nothing. He calls out Fortunato twice. He threw the torch through the opening and just heard the jingle of the bells. He forced the last stone into place, and no mortal has disturbed the spot for 50 years. <laughs>